Thanks so much for joining us here on the Rivers Church Podcast. We see a church full of passionate people who reach the unchurched with the gospel of Jesus. Our heart is to equip people to love, live, and lead in God's kingdom. We hope you enjoyed today's message and pray that it encourages you to be all that God has destined you to be. If you need anything, please feel free to reach out to us and check us out on our website at riverschurch.co. That's riverschurch.co. I have to say, I love that song, Holy Night. It's my favorite Christmas song easily. I can sing it all the time in the Christmas season. And I'm glad we took time to sing that song. It's powerful and kind of emotional, actually. Yeah, and the words to me are just really profound. Yeah. So we're going to take time and just over the next few moments, go through the Christmas story and talk about that holy night where Mm -hmm. Christ was born. And this really is the grand conclusion of our Christmas faith Mm -hmm. series that we've been in in this Christmas season that has been really good and really fun. And so let's have some fun going through the Christmas story when Jesus was born, Luke chapter two. Luke 2, 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. There was no room for Jesus. It's crazy to think about, but here we are, a few thousand years later, and the busyness of our own lives often prevents room for Jesus. And I think we need to take some time to consider making room for Jesus in our lives. He wants to do something great inside of us, and he has abundant life for us. So it's worth considering for sure. I wonder too if the innkeeper ever regretted giving possibly the best room of his house away to somebody who through history nobody ever remembers yet Jesus was born in his stable and (laughs) basically became the most famous leader of the world yeah I mean this guy could have used an incredible marketing strategy like come and stay in my inn where the messiah was born in fact, I'll put you in the same room. You can pay three times as much. You know, but oh, yeah, so it could have been pretty profitable for him, too. Yeah, yep. but there was no room. Yeah, and honestly, we miss out, too. We yep. miss out on an incredible opportunity to let Jesus in our lives. And so this Christmas season, it's important for us to consider letting Jesus into our lives and giving him a place and a room in space in our lives, everyday lives. So the people that did that really well were the shepherds, which I think is amazing because oftentimes we glaze over the shepherds and our focus is on the regal three wise men that come by, not the humble shepherds who were the first to take time and make room for Jesus. Let's keep reading through this story here in Luke chapter two and look at the shepherds. Verse eight, it says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night. 
An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Christ, Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And that right there is the first Christmas rush ever <laughs> happened. First Christmas, <laughs> not Black Friday. The shepherds, no. The shepherds rushed to find Jesus. They found him. And uh, I just love this part of the Christmas story. It's great. You know, you got this angel that appears to these shepherds just doing their job, doing their duty, hanging out in the fields. They're freaked out, which you and I would be too if an angel showed up. It's true. And, but they have an incredible message. This angel says, the Messiah is born today, just down the road in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, a huge host of angels, a huge army of angels shows up. They're declaring wow. and praising God. I mean, that would have been an incredible sight that the shepherds saw that night. This is not a normal working yeah. night, obviously. <laughs> no. And the thing that really amazes me, though, is the fact that God chooses to declare this message that he has entered the world to shepherds. Yeah. Because these are people that were really looked down upon in yeah. society. They were the rejects, the, the outcasts. They were mm -hmm. looked down upon not just uh, in society, but also by the religious leaders. Mm -hmm. They were considered unclean because of their job, mm -hmm. so they would have not have been able to go and yeah. worship or sacrifice in the temple. They were really marginalized, yep. honestly. And they're the kind of people that we would walk by and not give eye contact to. Yeah. Almost dehumanized yeah. in a way. And it just shows us how God cares for everybody. And I think it also shows us like if God were to come today, who he would appear to would be people that we wouldn't pick. It wouldn't be the famous, powerful, rich. It would be mm -hmm. people that maybe are looked down upon by most people in society. And this mm -hmm. just shows God's heart. Yeah, Like he chose shepherds of all people to be the first people to hear mm -hmm. that the Messiah was born. And I just love that. I just it's love that powerful. about God. And maybe you feel like you can identify with that, actually. Maybe you feel mm -hmm. like you're looked down upon or you've been rejected. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have been hurt by people, hurt by even Christians, or maybe you even feel that God has rejected you. And this story reminds us of who God is and mm. his heart for us. Like he loves everybody, even those people who society looks over and doesn't think twice about, even looks down to. Mm. God loves those people. God loves you. He wants to come to yes. you tonight. Yes. That's why we're just asking you to consider this. Would you make mm. room for Jesus tonight? Make room for him in so your life. And so a couple of things we learned from the shepherds in the stories. Number one is that choose to see Jesus for yourself because that's what the shepherds did here in this. I love that wording too, because the shepherds really 
heard and saw some pretty amazing things. And they could have just said, well, well that was pretty good. That's kind of all I need um, and moved on from there. But they didn't. They took the angels at their word and they went and saw for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important for us to taste and see and know that the Lord is good on our own. And they really would have missed out if they made any of those excuses not to go and see um, their Savior. Basically, they get to look at the Lord, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And at this time, he's an infant, much so this must have been very profound yeah. to look into the face of the creator of the world and ultimately the God-man who would die for them. It's It must have been so profound, but they would have missed all of that if they didn't take time to go and see. And for some of you, maybe you're new to this whole Jesus thing and you we're gonna invite you, come on Sunday, um, whether it's online or in person and take time to see who is this Jesus guy? What is he all about? Is he real? Could he? Can he really work in my life? We're here to just help you on that journey wherever you're at. But maybe you're also at that point where you're like, yeah, dude, I see that he's real and I am ready to experience him for myself. I'm ready to give him room in my life and I'm ready to say yes and to make that decision. Um, we want to encourage you to do that. What a, what a great time to do that Christmas to just say, yes, Jesus, you can have room in my life and do something new in me. And I know one thing is true. When you experience the goodness of God, you cannot keep that to yourself. You must share it. And that is really what the shepherds did. They broke some barriers probably by going out and sharing with people that would not receive from them, but they didn't care because what they experienced, it was so powerful and it was so real that they had to share it. So the two things we see that the shepherds do is they go and see Jesus and they share Jesus. And that's what we're encouraging you Mm -hmm. to do in light of this story. Choose to see Jesus for yourself. And the number two is choose to share Jesus with others. Let me finish up the story here. Verse 17, it says, when they had seen him, Jesus, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And remember what the angel said that first came to deliver this message to the shepherds. He says, hey, this is good news for all people. And the shepherds immediately begin sharing it with all people. They didn't keep it to themselves. And for those of us who know Jesus, we know that he is the hope of the world. We know that he is the light of the world. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you and I just to be people who don't just keep that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we have the greatest message for the world. It's yeah. the good news of the gospel that will change people's lives, that will set them free. Well, and what a time that our country and our world needs hope. Mm-hmm. They need hope so badly. It's a great time to share that. Jesus is the hope. So Mm -hmm. it's our privilege and it's our calling really to Mm -hmm. share Jesus with others. Our mission here at Rivers Church is to love people, live like Jesus, and lead others to him. Mm -hmm. And we just want to really be simple Christians, simple followers of Christ, and live that out. That's what he's called us to do. Uh, When you look at scripture and all of Jesus' teachings, it really centers around those three things, love people, live like him and and lead others to him. And so our prayer is that we would do the best we can just living out that mission. That's what the shepherds did. And that's what we get to do as well. See, the truth is Jesus is 
the light of the world. Mm. He came to a dark world on that first Christmas night, ultimately to be the light. And then in turn, he calls us to be the light of the world as well. So we get to really reflect his power, his glory, and the fact that he is light. We reflect his light to the rest of the world. And I wanna read a few words from the gospel of John. John verses one, and the first few verses here in John, this is what John says about Jesus being light. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made, and without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Now, those are some pretty deep, uh, you know, spiritual, even feels kind of ethereal kind of words. What do you say? Very poetic. Yeah, poetic even. He's just such a poet, that John. And so I just love how John describes Jesus. He's talking Mm -hmm. about Jesus here. He goes on in a few verses later to say, and the word became flesh, which is what Christmas is all about. Mm -hmm. Jesus entering our world, becoming a human. He became flesh. And so John is saying, hey, the word was there in the beginning. Jesus was there in the beginning. He created everything. And then he entered our dark world to be Mm -hmm. light. That's who Jesus is. Jesus is the light of the world. And when we look upon Jesus, who is the true light, honestly, what happens is we see ourselves for who we Mm. really are. We see ourselves more clearly. We realize, man, we're we're sinners Mm. and we need a savior. The truth is we live in a broken world. We see it constantly and the world's broken because of sin. And all of us have sinned. We've all rebelled against God. That's essentially what sin is. We rebel against him and we say, I'm gonna do this life my own way. I'm gonna live for myself. I'm gonna, I got plans. I'm not gonna live for you, God. I'm not gonna trust you. I'm not gonna follow you. And so it's rebellion against him and his ways. And that's, yeah. that's sin. Yeah. And so we've all done that. And when we accept what Jesus did for us on the cross and we accept that he died for our sins on the cross, what happens is we begin a relationship with him. But what's taking place spiritually is we're stepping out of darkness mm. into light. Yeah. Because that's what Jesus came to do. He came to be the light of the world. And so we're gonna take uh, some time here in just a few moments and we're going to light our candles and we're gonna remember who Jesus is and remember that he is the light of the world, but also remember that he came to uh, show us that, that not just he's the light, but also that we would also be light for him. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're doing in that last song as we sing that mm-hmm. together in a few moments is remembering he's the light, but he's also called us to be light. So we're gonna look at a couple of scriptures here that, that speak to that. And then we're gonna sing one last song all together as we light our candles. John eight twelve in the New Living Translation, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. And in Matthew 5, 14, you, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives life to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Father in heaven. I love that. Those verses are incredible. And as we sing here in just a second, let's sing with grateful hearts 
that Jesus came as the light to the world, but not just the world, but to your world and to any darkness that you might be facing. God wants to bring hope and he wants to bring light. So take a moment right now, grab your candles and dim your lights and let's worship a little with a beautiful Christmas song and enjoy the rest of this evening. Thanks again for listening to this message at Rivers Church. We'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. To learn more about what's going on in the life of our church community, check us out at riverschurch.co. I pray that this week you would walk in the power and the presence of God. Thanks for joining us.